This is Building Resilience Podcast, Episode 90, Validation. Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast, where you will learn all about building resilience in yourself and helping others build it too. Drawing from the principles of positive psychology, neuroscience, and coaching, I will help you face all the challenges and adversities that life throws at you and help you do more than just survive. I will help you thrive. I am your host, Leah Davidson, and I am a certified life coach and speech language pathologist. I will help you manage your mind, your emotions, deal with your stress and your overwhelm, and lead a more purposeful and joyful life. Let's get started. Hey friends, how are you doing today? I cannot believe we are at episode 90. I cannot believe we are 10 away from episode 100. I am having so much fun doing this podcast and I sometimes worry, what if I run out of topics, but they just keep rolling in. So many times I'll just be somewhere and something will come up or I'll be reading a book or taking a course or doing something and thinking, oh, I want to share this with people on my podcast. And today is one of those topics that I have been doing a lot of learning about and I wanted to share with you. And it's a topic that kind of can get a little bit controversial. And the only reason I say that is because I've heard people close to me have very different opinions about it, which is totally okay. And that has actually fueled my research and my exploration about the topic. So we are going to talk about validation today. Now, before I got into the coaching world, I always used to have a saying that was validation is for parking. It is something that I truly believed and is a cute saying, but the past couple of years, I have really gone much deeper learning about it and it is something that I'm constantly working on. Now, the past year, I've been doing a lot more training with, it's called the Forward Facing Institute. It's an institute that was founded by Dr. Eric Gentry and Jenny Brackman. And Dr. Gentry is a world-renowned trauma and professional resilience expert. I've been following his work for several years. He was on the podcast back on episode 24, Trauma, Stress, and Self-Regulation. Go back and listen. He's brilliant. It was an amazing interview. And I've taken his courses, including one to become a trauma specialist. And I am trained in his forward-facing trauma coaching approach. And I am now doing a very deep dive into professional resilience and burnout. It is really life-changing work. It has really pushed me into my growth zone. And I love being able to share it with my clients and the group that I am starting this month. A large portion of it is based on Dr. Gentry's research and the science behind it. He has studied so many things. He's published so many articles about the efficacy of his approach. So I'm excited to be introducing that to my clients, intermingled with all the other coaching tools that I have and the processes. And I am just excited to share with you. Now, one of the things that we have studied a lot more intently this past year is the role of validation in relation to burnout. And it is fascinating. And while I won't get into the actual relationship in too much depth of the relationship between validation and burnout, that's something we're going to talk about in my group, I do want to get into validation because I think it is something that we all struggle with and we all want, we all feel we need. And so we're going to talk about two kinds of validation today. Other validation or external validation is the one kind. 
And the other kind is self-validation or internal validation. I'll try to stick to the same terms, but they are interchangeable. Other validation or external validation and self-validation or internal validation. Other or external validation can be defined as the expression of an acceptance or understanding by another. So it doesn't mean that you agree or approve, but it is a way of looking for acceptance. And the dictionary says it's a recognition or affirmation that a person or their feelings or opinions are valid or worthwhile. And I think that seems pretty reasonable. We all want to feel heard, recognized, and accepted. We all want to feel worthy. So why is it a problem? Well, it's a problem because we're inherently worthy. We do not need to have anyone's approval, acceptance, or recognition to prove our worth. Now, we may want it because it feels good, but we don't actually need it. And actually needing and wanting approval is perfectly normal as humans, but it can keep us very, very stuck. So first, let's look at why do we want other people to like us? Why do we want people's approval? Well, we want their approval because we're human and we're part of the human tribe. Our brain thinks it needs approval to survive. And if we don't get approval, we think we will be rejected from the tribe and our brain panics. So it's not a conscious thing. It happens at a very subconscious level, a nervous system level. If we can't get people to approve, then what happens is we move on to try to at least get them to understand. So you don't have to approve of what I've done, but can you at least understand? And we want them to understand, not really so that they understand, but so that we can feel good. Everything we do is driven by our desire to feel good. We want approval because it feels good. We want to feel validated. We turn to others for that validation, that approval, because it feels good. We want to feel worthy. And we think that if somebody else acknowledges our worthiness, then we must be worthy. So we seek it from other people, subtly at times and not so subtly at other times. Sometimes we may say, I just want to be validated or I want you to validate me. And validating feeling, hearing somebody can be a good thing. I'm not saying that it's not a good thing, but it does not add or diminish your worth. I'll say that again. It does not add or diminish your worth. It may feel good, but it's not going to change your worth. So why then is this external validation problematic? And again, I'm drawing from the work of Dr. Gentry, as well as one of my mentors and coaches, Amy Gianni. And she was on the podcast back on episode 56, where we talked all about healthy relationships. We seek validation again, because we have insecurities and we're trying to counter these negative feelings and insecurities that we have. So if somebody else thinks that we're worthy or worth it, then we must be. So we do things and you may not even realize when we're doing or saying things, we're constantly looking for feedback. We're looking for somebody's body language, their facial expressions, laughter, compassion. And what often happens is without us even realizing it, we are playing around with how we show up in order to get a reaction from somebody that makes us feel good. And when we show up like that, it actually becomes impossible for us to be ourselves and to be authentic. And it also means that we put our worth in the hands of other people and then they can easily withhold it. They can withhold their approval, 
which is then very threatening to us and our survival. Now, to take it a step further, in my work with Dr. Gentry, we talk all about our nervous system and how our nervous system responds, the threats we perceive and the state we go in. When we seek this external validation, the world we live in actually becomes a very dangerous and threatening place. And the more threatened you are, the more you're living in a chronic state of dysregulation. So we become reactive in social situations. We walk in eggshells. We can't be ourselves in fear of being rejected. And when we do that, validation becomes like a drug. We get validated, we feel good. It wears off, we need to feel more. We need to chase it. We need to compete for attention. We may end up polarizing with others, separating ourselves or one-upping them or avoiding them. We'll sabotage other people. We will even isolate Now, Amy Gianni says, external validation feels amazing in the moment, but it doesn't last and it leaves you wanting more. It's like emotional heroin. And Dr. Gentry continues, he shares that one of the biggest addictions we can have is to external validation. You are an addict when you use everything that feels good until it feels bad. And external validation feels good, but you always need it or it feels really, really bad. And that's why we get addicted to it. We need it because we use it to give us our worth. Many of us have an inability to feel safe and secure and worthy without this external validation. So it's like a dopamine hit. But this dopamine hit gets metabolized so quickly And then we're right back to being afraid and trying to establish our worth. So it ends up that we will never be able to get enough external validation. And it also means we leave our worth in the hands of other people, which means that other people become very threatening to us because you are a danger to me because you're holding my worth in your hands, which then means I have to manage our relationship. I need to manage what you see from me, what you think of me, what you perceive of me. I can't let you see all of me because you may reject me. So I'm going to show you pieces and I'm going to manipulate parts. Everything I do, say, how we converse, what we share, I'm searching for this validation so that I can feel temporarily safe and worthy. Now, sometimes people go to the extreme and they are so afraid that they'll say things like, I don't care what you think of me. And actually, these are the people who are usually more afraid. So our goal is not to get to that because we're human and actually we do care. You can go back to episode 23 on the podcast, what other people think to listen, but it's human for us to care. We did a whole episode where we talked about this. Now, what we want to aim for is the idea that I acknowledge that I care and what you think of me actually activates my nervous system. But I don't want to, as Dr. Gentry has said, prostitute my principles to try to gain favor from you. I may always worry about what you think of me. You and your opinions may always technically be a threat to me, but I'm worthy without your approval. And there are other options. I actually can get myself to a place of calm. I can learn how to relax my own nervous system and I can learn how to self-validate. 
Now, one other challenge we have is we often learn as children even how to give people what they want. We learn how to read people and then we learn how to supply what they need. We learn how to people please. Now, some more so than others. It does depend on your environment and who your caregivers were and what your personality is. But sometimes we may bond with people emotionally, but we become at risk when our flaws emerge. How will we get that same validation if their image of us changes? So in the end, there is never enough validation that we can get. We will always be in a state of lack if we are always seeking to be validated by other people. If we rely on others to make us feel good or attractive or smart or lovable, whatever it is we want to feel, then a few things can happen. Firstly, we will show up in very desperate ways. We can look quite needy or clingy, and it becomes kind of unattractive and burdensome. And then the next thing that we often do, like I mentioned earlier, is we can become manipulative, people-pleasing, always thinking about what the other person will like or what they want. You can actually become narcissistic, always trying to work your way into getting praise and feedback and validation. We will spend our time in social situations addicted to this validation, going from room to room, trying to get ourselves fed. The third thing that can happen is we can get super defensive because we need to protect ourselves. We cannot risk other people withdrawing their support because that threatens our worth. So we go into defensive mode as a protection. So essentially, we're in a constant threat state. We're constantly activated and constantly being activated can lead us to all sorts of physical, mental relationship challenges. Now, one of the questions as I was learning about this that I had is, well, what is the difference between like seeking external validation and appreciation? Like, what if I want to appreciate somebody? What if I want to be appreciated? Is it always wrong to validate or to seek validation? So here are a few thoughts that Dr. Gentry and a few of my other colleagues offered to me to just think about. Validation is always tied to worthiness. We seek validation because we are seeking it for our worthiness. So my worth is in your hands. Appreciation has nothing to do with worthiness. It's freely given and freely received. So it really comes down to this. Is it driven from a threat response or is it intentionally chosen? Do I express appreciation because I know if I don't, they're going to be upset with me? Or do I give it because I truly want to? Do I need to get appreciation because I need to have a particular response in order to feel good? Or am I good with people just being however they want to be? If they want to show appreciation, great. If they don't, that's great too. Does saying something or not saying something, something I choose from a relaxed body, or is it a reflexive action of self-defense? And the quickest way we can tell if it's good for us or not is the state of our body. A relaxed, calm body is usually pretty genuine. A tight body usually indicates it's a threat to us. So I've shared with you why validation, external validation, is not a great thing for us to be seeking and needing all the time. 
But if people do pop in here and there and give it, then accept it. But with no strings attached, no expectation for future. It's a freebie. It's a natural dopamine hit. It feels good. But what we really want to do in order for us to really be in control and in charge of our feelings is to self-validate. Because validation is truly an inside job. You do not have to wait around for anybody. You get to decide if you are enough, if you're lovable, if you're kind, if you're valuable. And actually, that is inherent. Your value is just in your being. But you get to decide what you want to think of yourself, how you want to think, how you want to feel, how you want to act. You get to write your own success guide and measure yourself against your own measure of success. You get to decide how you want to show up in whatever role you want to show up in. You do things because you decide. You know your worth. Nothing will change that. You just get to decide how you want to intentionally live. You no longer have to do things to prove anything or to gain favor. You do things because that's what you want to do. You don't need other people to do things for you. Yes, it's definitely nice to have that appreciation, to get that free dopamine hit, but it truly is free, no strings attached. Now, you also want to acknowledge that you're a work in process. Perfection is a destination you will never reach. Progress is where you always are and you can celebrate. I always say, I am a terrible hot mess and I'm awesome. And Dr. Gentry always says, you're flawed and precious. Your only job is to keep showing up. Keep showing up as your best self. Not because you have to. Not because it will make you more lovable or more valuable or enough. You do it simply because it's who you want to be in the world. And you certainly don't have to be perfect to self-validate. You can self-validate yourself imperfectly. You can love and accept your imperfect self exactly as you are right now. Because when you no longer need external validation from other people, everything changes. You can be in a relaxed body and you can feel good. You can open the door to real connection, authenticity, and acceptance, and you can start living very intentionally and start celebrating you. Start giving and receiving appreciation because it's simply what you want to do, not because you're trying to gain favor or gain worthiness. So how do we begin the shift from external validation to self-validation? And I'm going to give you three main things that you can do. The first thing is regulate yourself. You want to relax in your body in the midst of perceived threats. Now you can go back to episode seven called Getting to Calm. And this is something, learning how to regulate yourself, that when I work with you in coaching, I do a deep dive into this. It's one of the foundational things that I teach, and it's what we always come back to. Learning to regulate your nervous system is probably one of the most powerful and beneficial things you can do for yourself and for your relationships. That's why it's such a big focus um, for me in my coaching. I really do have to do a couple of podcasts about it, but regulate yourself. Go back to episode seven. It gives you a little bit of an indication, a few things that you can definitely do. But if you're not regulated, then your attempts at self-validation and maintaining self-validation will be very, very challenging. You cannot be in a stress state feeling threatened all around you and do self-validation. So the first thing is get yourself to calm, learn how to be in a relaxed body and regulate yourself. 
Now, the next thing you need to do is you actually need to get clear on who you want to be. How do you want to live intentionally? And this is something that I also work with with my clients. We create a mission statement, a vision statement, and a code of conduct, which is basically what are the values and principles you want to live by on a daily basis. And this becomes your way to measure you. Nobody else matters. You measure you against you. Now, the third thing that you do is you need to engage in acknowledgement and acceptance that other people will think what they want to think about you and about everything else. You need to be able to walk away from trying to manage other people's expectations about you and your expectations about them. Now you can tune into, I think it's episode 23 that can offer you some help with this. And then I also have episode 60 called the manual, which can also be really helpful. Self-validation is partly allowing other people's opinions of me become none of my business. I don't have to control what people think about me. They're going to think whatever they want to think. It doesn't mean it's true and it doesn't change my worth. Lastly, you have to give yourself what you're seeking from others. You have to give yourself the support and the love that you need. You have to give yourself that self-compassion. You must provide yourself with validation, nurturing, guidance, praise, celebrations, comfort, compassion. I also have an episode on self-compassion, episode 22. And on celebrating you, that would be really helpful for you to review. I can't remember what episode celebrating you is, but it's there. There's so many episodes you can go back to. You see how everything is interwoven together. You can also listen to, I think it's episode 19 as it deals with, um, it's called Dealing with the Mean Girls. It deals with that inner critic because often when we rely on external validation, we have a very harsh critic. We talk to ourselves in ways that we would never talk to a friend and we need to change that. We cannot self-validate when we live in self-hatred. If we can operate from self-compassion, with a kind inner voice, we can begin to heal the wounds that we have and are trying to fill by getting other people to fill our worth. Moving from other validation to self-validation takes time. Remember, you are human. You've been doing things the same way over and over and over. It's a very well-worn path. You will want external validation and it's awesome to have, but you don't need it. Your worth is inherent. You are precious and flawed. You will mess up over and over and over, but choose to regulate and relax. Choose to live intentionally. Give yourself the love and compassion you know you need. Ask yourself the question, what would I say to my best friend? What do I wish somebody would say to me right now? What do I wish I heard as a child? Then go give yourself that love. Say those things. Validate yourself. Do it generously. Don't hold back. I hope you found that helpful. It definitely feels good to get that free hit of external validation. But what's even better is knowing that we don't need it, knowing our worth is inherent and just giving ourselves that self-validation because then it's available all the time. This is something, don't get down on yourself, be patient, compassionate with yourself. It's hard 
to break the addiction of external validation, but it is so worth it. And if you need help, you know where to reach me because this is a journey that I am on as well. And I would love to take this journey with you. Make sure you are making and creating a wonderful week for yourself. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Building Resilience Podcast. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about managing stress, building resilience, and leading a more purposeful life, then make sure we're connected on Instagram and Facebook at Leah Davidson Life Coaching. You can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter at www.leahdavidsonlifecoaching.com forward slash newsletter. Looking forward to connecting. 